I mean, the service is built on a lot of problematic details. I think you know it's ran because well, of how yeah, you don't, it is. you don't, you can't run a service like that without exploiting people. It you, yeah, if, if you paid people fairly and treated them fairly, you wouldn't have two day shipping. I say this as it, an Amazon Prime user. It wouldn't you know? exist. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You could not yeah. get two-day shipping without people frantically fucking dying in a factory. You know how many times Amazon Prime shipping has come in clutch for me? Like, so yeah. many. So many fucking times where I needed that next day or overnight, you know, or two-day shipping or whatever. Yeah, and certain things you just cannot, like, go pick up at Walmart. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... It's it's fantastic. Uh, I don't like that he how he exploits workers, but I also don't like waiting for packages to arrive. <laughs> you have to so, weigh those options as a human. Yeah, being but I mean, yeah, it's fine. I don't, I don't love what Jeff Bezos does to his employees, but boy, they have a great stash of documentaries on Amazon Prime Video. <laughs> and they got the boys, you know. I don't, I don't watch the boys you would love the, it kyle you i watched the first season and i just like i liked it but i didn't love it you I should watched keep the first watching season it. Of it keep keep it it gets way better after the first season it's maybe yeah keep yeah. it a go dude it's like one of the best shows on tv anyways welcome to unless the... you live hardcore guys we're gonna keep that jeff bezos segment in where kyle praises over lord bezos I think welcome what, to unless you live hardcore. <laughs> I'm your host Jake Ford, and this what, is what he host. meant to say was welcome back to unless welcome you live back. hardcore. Yes, we are using McDonald's slogan How here. I, we are using welcome what can back. I start for you today, guys. <laughs> yeah. What can I can I get you some hash browns? What can I get for you? Yeah, welcome. I'm your back. host Jake Ford. This is your co-host Kyle, Kyle Forsyth. Forsyth. What's up, buddy? That's How me. you doing? Good, man. Yeah, just, just uh. Praising Bezos, you know. I heard. <laughs> I heard. Yeah. I think Nothing Prime has an. It's got I an impressive the... collection of documentaries on there. Some real yeah. good ones. You know, it's the coolest thing Jeff Bezos ever did was going into outer space wearing a cowboy hat. I thought that was yeah. sick as hell, dude. When he was doing that interview about to go into space and he's got a ten-gallon cowboy hat on, it's like you're from what Seattle? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why are you wearing that, dog? <laughs> Oh man, so funny, man! I love that. Hey, man, he's got to look cool when he goes into space. Right? I thought he did look cool. I was like, "That's a badass fucking outfit to wear to outer space, dude." The only That's way it would be funnier shit. is if he wore like a backwards red MLB hat, like Fred Durst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would rip, dude. I do hope yeah, somebody dude. eventually wears a fucking Fred Durst hat to outer space. The interviewers just Fred like, Durst. Mr. Bezos, what inspired you? Why do you want to go to space? I'm doing it all for the nookie. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking reply. They're like, all right, then. Uh, yeah. We hope the this rocket, craft doesn't make it back. Uh, the rocket blasts <laughs> off, and they're like transmitting over to Bezos. You just hear him go, keep rolling, 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 rolling. What? <laughs> Hell yeah, um, Yeah. It's, uh, I think that'd be he's great. sick. I think it's, you know, it's really funny is how... Uh, do you remember being a kid and hearing about like Bill Gates and for the first time and him having like billions of dollars and being like, he was being he like was the only billionaire that sick. I knew of as a kid. Sure. Like, he's as a really kid... the only billionaire you knew of as a kid. But my point is, as a kid, hearing somebody has that much money, you're like, dude, that rocks. Remember how th you yeah. remember how cool you thought that was as a child? And now we're all grown up and we're like, no, no, no. 
you shouldn't buy all the farmland, Bill Gates. You should not do that. Yeah, now we realize like what he wants to use some of that money for and stuff, and we're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, dude, we need as much shit as uh like Bezos and Elon Musk. Get. We need to come down harder on Bill Gates, dude. What the fuck's up with him buying all the farmland? That's weird. I don't like that. Oh man, I don't like I mean... one guy having eighty percent of the agricultural land in the country. That freaks me out. I don't like one guy having a lot of any land. That's the problem with Detroit right now, dude. That's like literally the problem with Detroit is the fucking Illages who own Little Caesars own like 60 to 70 percent of this city. And the other like 20 to 30 percent is pretty much the Gilberts who own Quicken Loans. Like, yeah, it's. Like, all of the real estate is being ran on a monopoly at this point. Which is fucked up, because Dan Gilbert doesn't even live in Detroit. He's fucking living in Cleveland, dude. Yeah. Running the fucking uh, Cavaliers and shit still. Yup. And then also the other people, the other person who's sort of creeping in on some of that is is United Wholesale Mortgages owner, Matt Ishbia. He's creeping in on, like, buying up some of the real estate. And he also owns an NBA team as well. He owns the Phoenix Suns. Oh, shit. So, yeah. <laughs> Damn. The, here's the crazy part. He owns the Phoenix Suns, but the Pistons jerseys have UWM logo on it. Like, their jerseys are paid for by, like, UWM. You know how, like, every sports team has, like, a major sponsor or whatever? Yes. Yeah, yeah. UWM <laughs> is, like, the logo on the Pistons jerseys. But he owns the Phoenix Suns. Damn. Does the do the Phoenix Suns have the same UWM logo? I think Is so. Their major sponsor. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but they are, there's also like attached to Little Caesars Arena is a UWM parking garage, and there's a giant UWM light up sign on the side of Little Caesars Arena as well because they own like a little market restaurant thing inside of Little Caesars Arena. So it's like they're buying up a bunch of the city as well, and they also you know are heavily invested in the Pistons at this point, I guess, or something. I don't know. Um, and that's cool. Crazy. That's got to be cool to have that much cash. I'm just being like, I'm just going to buy a basketball team, dude. Fuck it. Yeah, Fuck literally. It. That's sick, dude. I mean, if you're a fan of sports and cool, you make crazy dude. money, what else do you do, you know? Uh, I mean, yeah. You if know? you have the money to just throw away at something like that why not like it's like, i mean some it. people don't i was watching that lakers show on hbo about jerry bus when he was like buying the lakers and he really did not have the money to be making that happen at the time he almost he like, made it bank- work he made it work but he almost bankrupted him his entire family and the franchise so well matt ishbia who owns the phoenix suns and united wholesale mortgage is worth about five billion dollars last time i checked uh my wife also works for the company, so we we're just looking into it to like see how rich this guy was. God damn! It, as comparison to how underpaid she is, yeah, <laughs> you know. Which I mean, that's nothing compared grossly, to grossly, like, grossly underpaid considering it's a five billion dollar. Like the guy at the top is worth five billion, um, yeah. and he owns the fucking Phoenix Suns. But it's like if you got five billion dollars, you might as well own a sports team. I mean, yeah, you're going to make tons of money off of that. It's like, what else do you have to do for fun? Like, that's this dude's just playing real-life NBA 2K, basically. (laughs) Yeah, and they're, I mean, they're a successful team, too. It's not like they're, you know, they're like a winning team, you know? They got Kevin Durant and fucking Devin Booker and shit, so. Yeah, they're they're solid. He's got the money for it, so. Yeah. Apparently, UWM is the uh, largest mortgage broker in the whole entire country, so. Jesus. Okay. Good for them, dude. You want to start a mortgage company? 
That seems to be no. a, a good way to make no. some money, dude. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm going to. Why not, man? Because uh, I don't know enough about math. You don't do want to fucking rich dad, poor dad our way out of out of our situations and then we can just focus on comedy well dude it's all we gotta do to funny. focus on comedy this guy, is just become billionaires first dude well so this guy simple. is a billionaire and he's the ceo of uwm but also he went to college and was given the job by his father who owned the company so matt ishbia just he was like he finished college and his dad's like you want to come be the ceo of one of the largest mortgage broker companies in the whole country and he's like yeah. yes daddy please i just graduated college with my four-year degree dude, nepotism <laughs> rules yeah. man say what you want nepotism fucking rocks dude and then instantly became a billionaire basically. i wish my dad had something to hand down to me it's not like he could have handed me his <laughs> handed down his crack empire or whatever <laughs> you know what i mean he had to choose <laughs> all right pills. son you ready to fucking get into the family <laughs> business it's time to start selling fentanyl dude yeah <laughs> like, I I good, he could have handed you a fistful of pills that's his impact. he never even sold pills he just sold crack or fentanyl dude oh man my first job was kind of a nepo baby job uh like yeah. i mean my one of my first jobs my first like job that i held for over a year was working at rite aid and i only got the job because my dad was a manager at another rite aid <laughs> which isn't that's not a great job to you were a manager your way into no i was oh, not okay. a manager i was like 19 years old and too inept to be a cashier <laughs> like yeah honestly, i was bad at that job i didn't give a fuck dude like i mean who does they were paying me dog shit and i was working at rite aid as a cashier i was like i don't care man it was weird i had probably making just- like 725 at that time I don't remember. Stop Not shit. enough, dude. Yeah. And, but like, I, uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I had people to literally come in the store and run out of the store with merchandise. And we were told like, if somebody steals something, don't chase them. Don't follow yeah. them. Like, That's how just we let do them it go. Too. Like, yeah. yeah and like literally I had people. Do you come know what in the law like, is for like retail theft here? Like petty larceny. Petty no. larceny is a misdemeanor up to a thousand dollars and you won't even get arrested until like, you steal like if you go into target now the way target is approaching the theft they'll get you on camera stealing and once you pass the one thousand dollar threshold is when they'll call the cops on you and have you arrested oh yeah you just go into target and steal up to like a thousand dollars worth of shit and just never go back to that target it's fucked. it's crazy yeah um but apparently, like, they will track it over time. So if you come back and steal more shit. No, that's what I mean. That's thousand. what I, like yeah. what I was like. You can never come, go back into that Target and steal again. Yeah. You better pay. <laughs> you better fucking pay, dude. Yeah. Going it's jail, uh... dude. Yeah, yeah that I... happened to a lady recently in New York. Like, they got her, finally. Like, she had been stealing at the same Target for, like, the past, like, six months. Finally crossed that threshold. And they fucking arrested her, dude. Damn. But it's wild that's that tough. you can even get away with it that many times. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if she would have just never went back, she would have never got arrested. The only times I really had people run out of the store with shit, like, blatantly steal shit, like, I'm sure there's a lot of people who, like, covertly stole shit at Rite Aid, but, like, the people who I saw blatantly, we had cough syrup. Of course. Uh-huh. Of course. Nice, dude. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, they ran out <laughs> with cough syrup, and then we had... Uh, I'm surprised it's not behind out. something. Uh, over the it might counter. be now. It might be now, but yeah. this is like 
2013, maybe something like that. Um, and then also people running out with a bunch of liquor bottles. Um, they grabbed liquor and just ran. So that's also one of those things where I'm like, yeah, you can't just have that out, dude. We had a liquor wall. It was right next to the counter and they grabbed it and they acted like they were walking over to the counter and then they just darted, you know? Wow. Yeah. Smooth. Smooth operators, mm-hmm. dude. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. And th- this was like right when um CVS stopped selling cigarettes, too. Do yeah. you remember this? I do and remember so that. Yeah. We were Rite Aid and we were across the street from a CVS. And so we got a bunch of customers around that time who started coming to us and being like, yeah, dude, fuck CVS. So it's like, like, you know, their <laughs> political opinions on CVS not selling cigarettes anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, it I is, got so dude, many it's fucking people. wild that the pharmacy sells cigarettes and alcohol. Mm-hmm. It was pretty I mean, funny. CVS does it now, but like Rite Aid still probably sells cigarettes and alcohol. Yeah, I got a lot of people coming over at the around that time who would be like, dude, CVS fucking pussies. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't, all right, don't push this on me. I don't give a fuck about your cigarette usage, dude, honestly. Yeah. What do you uh, want? Yeah. <laughs> do you want a soft pack or a, a hard pack? Yeah. Do you want lights or regulars? Yeah. yeah. What do you want? You want the reds or the golds? What are we talking here? I'm so glad I never like worked at a fucking gas station or something, dude. Yeah. It, it's like, right in was ridiculous it was weird man i mean it was cool though sometimes you know well like i remember living in michigan and just like no matter what city i lived in like i always had like a main gas station that i would go to so i'd you get to know the workers you know and they just always looked so run down and sad and like god working in a gas station looks terrible dude oh yeah probably a little more miserable than a rite aid i'd think my boss is pretty cool too rite aid's like kind of nice at least you know what i mean yeah, I worked for a dude who was like, I think like 30 or 32 years old at the time, maybe. And then uh, I like worked with him for like almost a year at this point. And he went on like vacation to like Jamaica with his fiance. And he came back and he was showing us pictures of like the vacation. And then in one of the pictures, it was like them at the beach. And I found out that my boss had both of his nipples pierced. And I was like, what? Like, dude, you're a grown man. What are you doing? Like, Maybe he's gay. Like, no, he was straight. He was he a straight? straight fiance. Yeah, like oh. he was with his female fiance. And oh, okay. like he had both nipples pierced. And I was like, that's what? I was like, I don't know any dudes who are how like old your was age he? with their nipples pierced. Yeah, how <laughs> old was he? 32, man. I mean, I've I feel like I've seen that. That seems like a, like a 90 like a person who was like an adult in the 90s thing would they would do. I feel like yeah. I saw that more growing up. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I feel like I saw like, that a couple times it, growing up and being like that's weird to do as a so guy. It's so weird to work I with as somebody. A child thinking that's weird it, to do. Dude, it's weird to work with somebody for like for, with a guy, somebody who doesn't wear bras, like if somebody's wearing a bra, you understand like like a woman, like you understand not knowing it because it's like yeah. they usually will wear bras. You won't see it. He's like he wore like tight fucking like uh like polo shirts on a and regular never basis. Never noticed it, huh? Never noticed, dude. And then like all of a sudden, I see his pictures and I'm like, what the fuck? Now when you're working with him, you just could not notice. Now you're just are you just constantly no, staring at his nipples after that? <laughs> He's laser focused beaming on him, dude. Dude, like it's one of those things where it's like it changes your perspective of somebody in a way. Like once you know that about, I mean, I feel like like... it shouldn't. It's not that big of a deal. (laughs) 
like, you're Ew. acting like he's he found out he's like performing rituals satanic rituals or something. Know. He just has his nipples pierced it's not that big of a deal i don't it's like i don't know all of a sudden i at 19 years old like i'm like finding out that my boss is like a horny dude where i'm like oh he's like i was like oh he's like a horny nipples pierced type yeah, of guy i was well, like do you know if he has like, his nipples pierced shit he's then. into like getting them like sucked on or some weird yeah shit, dude, i was like, like that's the thing it's like those start that those thoughts start clicking in your head you're like oh i don't really know this guy i think it's like, you're like <laughs> he's into some freaky shit for sure yeah that's like what it opened for me i was like i think i thought this guy was different than he is you know i um, thought he was wholesome and, like, and respectable more than that yeah he has he has like kids too like he has like a son or whatever like at that time like a little that young is son. wild to have children and to you know to be a dad <laughs> he's a dad. dad's walk around shirtless all the time he's a walking dad. around with a shirtless with nipples dad pierced. With nipples pierced. <laughs> yeah. you can't do that that's not a good example for your children dude <laughs> thank you now you're getting it okay now it's like you're starting to come to my side here jake i think i'm normally not like a, a save the children type of guy i don't really give a shit but like <laughs> that's you gotta dude i don't know because, yeah, like I said, like 90s, early 2000s dads, those are the dads that are, like, walking around shirtless all the time. Yeah. my dad was. I feel like everybody's dad was. Yeah, I think it's, age. like, it's one of those things where I'm, like, it's really common, I think, for, like, women to have nipple piercings. Like, I don't know, it's very common, it feels like. But, like, you do not usually see dudes with nipple piercings anymore no. it's even like 10 years ago like when it no. probably when i was working there you didn't see that like i feel that like was if you not see it now thing. it's like it's like a very queer thing even you know then I mean? at that time 10 years ago same yeah dude. yeah i mean for sure like, if you if you showed up to like a construction site you popped your top because it was hot dude and you had your nipples pierced every dude on that construction site is gonna be like look at this fucking queer mode dude <laughs> they're not gonna be cool about it dude i'm sure yeah, yeah. And I remember when I saw the picture and I was like, oh, you got your nipples pierced? And like, he realized that he like almost didn't mean to show me that, you know? That's like, so funny. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah like, he realized he, like, oh, he broke yeah. a professional like, barrier it. where you're like, yeah. God damn it. I can't, you know, <laughs> I like, I just lost respect from Kyle just now. Like he yeah. definitely is not going to listen to me as much. He's going to take my threats less seriously. Even less than I already did. Yeah. yeah. He's going to. So I was he, 19. It didn't give a fuck. I could threaten to fire him and he probably won't care now because <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> respect me anymore. Yep. It was. uh, Yeah. I just remember finding that out and it was weird to me because I was like, this guy's got a kid and like he's like an adult. <laughs> like, Yeah. Wild to have children with nipple pierce. Nipples yeah. Pierced. I don't know. What are you going to do? I mean. Hey, it, I think for it, maybe this is sexist, but at least for a dude, it feels like still feels pretty normalized for women at this point. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, I like nipple piercings. So do I. I. They're, they're pretty, pretty sweet, dude. Yeah. What would it take for you to get your nipples pierced, Kyle? I how much in. How much money? Uh, how much money? Yeah. Non-taxable? Yeah, just say somebody's, somebody's just giving it to, like a brief a, a briefcase full of cash. All right, cool. As long as it's non-taxable. How much? <laughs> I was gonna say if it's taxable, it's different. well, it's uh, it's always gonna be taxable. You're gonna have to figure out a way to launder that money. How are you gonna spend it, dude? I mean, spend it in cash, dude. Over time. 
Uh, they're yeah, they can figure that out. Nah, <laughs> they're gonna nah, they can come down dude. on that. No, nah. that's why money laundering is invented, Kyle. <laughs> we can come down on you for just that. You can't think... spend dirty money. But anyways, yeah, just hypothetically, how much cash would it take? Um, and you can never take them out too. This is like for life. If it's taxed, oh, I can't take them out ever. For life, I have to hypothetically you just launder the money. It's not tax. You launder the money. If I have to keep these in my whole life, you're saying not when you're a senior citizen, but yeah, up till like up till 55. Might as well be my whole life the way I treat my body. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, fine, fine. You're never getting them out. Okay, got it. Um, 55, man. Uh, Damn, dude. Just because if I was a fucking figure, it shouldn't I'm even like, be that I'm much really, money. I'm really like trying to think now, dude. Because if I got to keep them in my whole entire life, probably a hundred k. That's not that much. Yeah. I thought you would say way higher. I thought you'd be stingy and be like ten million dollars. <laughs> nah, I think I would do it for a hundred thousand, maybe. Yeah, that's not bad. Non non taxable. All right, I'll call my bank and see if I can get a loan, dude. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Take out a sweet loan. I don't know. That's off the top of my head. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'd probably do it for a hundred thousand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is your number higher? No, I'd probably do it for like ten k, dude. <laughs> your whole life? <laughs> no, just up to fifty five. Fifty five. Yeah. All right. Well. So I'd have yeah. like a, f- a few years of not having them. My initial thought was ten k, and then you said you have to keep them until fifty five, and I was like, well, my number just went way up. Like, if I just had to get them pierced to keep them in for, like, a year or something, eh, maybe I'd do it for 10K. But if I got to keep them in for my, until I'm 55. So your thought process uh, on that is 10K for one year, but if you were going to keep them in for the next 25, it'd be only 100K? Yeah. Okay. Should be 200, yeah. closer to 250 at that rate. I'm whatever. I'm not judging it by year at that Treat point. Treat it like just... a bulk discount. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like your Sam's Club. <laughs> You're buying it bulk. You could get right, one year and you have my nipples beers for 10K, or you could get 25 <laughs> for 100K. That's a pretty good deal when you think about it in the long run. Kind of, kind of pays for itself over time. Okay. I see your logic on that. <laughs> I'm trying to cut the, trying to cut me a good deal. I get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll call the bank right up, dude. Oh man, yeah, I would yeah. do it for like 10k. <laughs> All right, well, you're cheaper than I am, I guess, dude. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, maybe we should get off this nipple piercing talk and talk about music. Now nah, we should talk about that the rest of the time, dude. <laughs> I don't With know. Top 10 musicians that have their nipples pierced. I don't know, dude. I don't even know where I'd start. I don't know either. Seems like a like Trent Reznor thing to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I <wanna know> <laughs> Nine Inch Nails. It seems. Like, I feel like he did in the nineties. Twelve celebra- celebrity nipple piercings. You never probably never knew about. <laughs> That's <laughs> gonna be bad for your search history, Kyle. <laughs> I hope your wife isn't looking at your computer. <laughs> Kyle, why were you looking up the top celebrity nipple piercings? <laughs> well, I guess who are they now that you stumbled down this path? Oh, now somebody wants to know. Okay. I mean, yeah. Uh, Bella Hadid. 
don't even know uh, who that is. That's a supermodel, famous right? model. Yeah, okay. Rihanna. Rihanna, we all know about, right? I feel like I knew that. Yeah, Kylie Jenner. Okay, don't care. I don't know about that. Kendall Jenner. <laughs> all the Jenners. Caitlyn. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, Bella Thorne. That's not surprising. Yeah. Um, Kiki Palmer. Kiki, that that one is surprising. She may not still though because she's just had a kid. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Demi Lovato. Uh, okay. Miley Cyrus. Not surprising either. Noah Cyrus. <laughs> not surprising either. <laughs> Wait, is no Noah's like another girl, right? That's not it's a dude. The younger one. Oh, yeah, okay. I thought that the was younger I, sister. For some reason, I thought that was the dude that was in uh the Metro Station. That's Trey Cyrus. Yeah. Never mind. Chiara Faragni? I don't know who that is. Um, Rooney Mara? Why are we okay? We're going to stop this, dude. <laughs> Janet Jackson. This, dude. Janet Jackson's the last one. Why are there no dudes on there? There's not a single like male celebrity that has nipple piercings? No, I guess not. It's shocking, dude. Surprised Trent is Reznor wasn't on that list. Seems like a thing that would have been popular back in the day. Back Seems like a day. fad that would have came when in when in you know maybe in the 90s yeah like when crazy okay. town was around crazy town. <laughs> i feel like what, what the, the fuck is crazy town is that a river sugar butterfly baby oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay yeah one okay. of the dudes in crazy town definitely had nipple piercings. Yeah. i bet they those all dudes did. did those dudes did probably math. a fucking requirement to be in crazy town like you those don't even need, you like... don't need your own bass amp but you do need to have nipple piercings those guys were like fucked up on meth, like regularly. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they got kicked off Ozfest for it and stuff for like being too fucked up. And I'm pretty sure one of them at least had nipple piercings in that butterfly video. <laughs> I I could be remembering wrong, but it Sugar feels Ray. like the vibe. I feel like Sugar Ray dudes probably did. Nah, I don't. I don't think Not so. Not Mark McGrath, but I feel like one of the guys, like the drummer I've... or something. Dude, Crazy Town is just methed out Sugar Ray. <laughs> <laughs> crazy town is meth out you're right about that yeah sugar yeah crazy absolutely town is sugar ray on meth that's what that is that's a hot take that uh i think is incredibly accurate now that I, i've never thought that before until this moment where i was like yeah sugar crazy town's just basically yeah, that's a hot sugar take ray that's on like meth. 30 years too late yeah <laughs> only had written for rolling stone in 1997 yeah dude if i was writing for the Tonight Show with Jay Leno back in 99 or you 2001. Would have killed, dude. Fucking got him, dude. Yeah, that joke would have made the monologue for sure. Definitely. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into some other fucking music, man. Let's talk about uh this band Lionheart. I sort of came across them this past week. Um, and uh they fucking rip. We listened to a little bit of them before the podcast, and we we're both digging it. I hadn't really like listened to them much until today, really. I found them because they announced uh, this band, Lionheart, all one word. Um, yes. Hardcore band. They announced a tour that they're going on in Europe. This band's from California, so there's no reason they should be headlining this tour, in my opinion. They're the headliners. Their name is the biggest on the flyer, and the bands featuring under them are Suicide Silence, Kublai Khan TX, and Paleface Swiss. All of these bands have higher followers than them. They have more monthly listeners. They are bigger bands, more successful, sold more records, 
currently more popular. Doesn't make any sense why Lionheart is headlining this tour to me. Maybe there's something I don't know. But I like, mean, maybe it's just how the tour was just set up. Like they wanted to do their own headlining tour, but they wanted to put like good support on. Maybe, yeah. And then these other, you know, it may just be a bunch of homies because like Suicide Silence is also like a Southern California band, so they might know Lionheart personally. You probably, know, yeah. like they they probably know them. That's my guess. Kublai Khan. I think Kublai Khan is just one of those bands right now where they're fucking down for whatever, you know, and they don't seem to like listening to them talk in interviews and stuff. It doesn't seem like they're too egotistical. Um, no, like they just they they're very willing to put any ego aside and take whatever comes across their way at this point because um, they're just trying to grow. And Paleface Swiss is the smallest one out of these openers, but still bigger than Lionheart. Paleface Swiss is a European band, too, and uh, their deathcore music, really solid music, but like they're really popular blowing up in the deathcore scene right now. Um, and I know Paleface Swiss knows Suicide Silence. Like, I know that they're buddies because Paleface Swiss has been on Chris Garza's podcast, which is the guitarist for Suicide Silence. So yeah. I know they're familiar with each other. Um, so it that's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know. It, it seems like a weird tour. Like, it seems odd that those three bands are underneath Lionheart, but... I mean, they're I mean, all bigger, Lionheart... but yeah, I think it's just a case of like they wanted to book a headlining tour and then stack it up with good support so they could sell a lot of tickets because it's yep. over in Europe, right? Yep. Yeah, they stacked it with some good support to sell tickets, dude. I don't think it's like a whole lot of tour dates either. It's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, eleven dates. Yeah, just a it's quick like, little run. It's like Germany, France. Back to Germany, Netherlands, Belgium, Germany, Austria, Germany, and Czech Republic. So it's like it's mostly Germany. They touch France, they touch Netherlands, one in Belgium, one in Austria, one in Czech Republic. So I want to go to Europe so bad. Yeah, it's interesting though. Um, Bro, I was looking. I was looking at flights not too long ago over to like europe and i found out that like a flight to prague in the czech republic is only like 500 dollars, and then for like a nice hotel and food and everything it's like 50 dollars a day it's like insane how far the u.s dollar stretches over there um you could literally live in prague for less than like 80 dollars a day in a hotel like just living over there i was like dude i really would like to go over there for like a week at some point because that's not expensive dude like the whole trip would cost like a grand for like a week to go out there be insane Prague sounds nice from everything i've heard but yeah i mean they did just have like a mass shooting like a month ago okay maybe not so much Uh no i mean that that usually doesn't happen there it was like very shocking you know what i mean because like it first of all it usually just doesn't happen anywhere besides here so it's yeah, we're you know kind of the we're kind of the champions uh, well there people are starting to do it more and more overseas now it's starting to happen a lot lot more dude all right fucking culture vultures no <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucking stealing our that's culture, our dude. culture all right yeah Mass get your own shit, is our culture first you take Sorry. our movies our music dude now you're taking our mass shootings how dare you 
How dare you guys? That is no. our shit. Everybody knows that. Yeah. All right. That's our stuff, dude. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, we should get it. Uh, I want to play a little bit of Lionheart. So they have this song with Ice T in it. Real quick, Kyle, do you want to go to Prague with me? How <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mad Ashley would be, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Europe with Jake for a week. Don't worry, nothing weird's gonna happen. <laughs> You know Czech Republic, that place where all of that weird porn is shot at. <laughs> Go there. Yeah. You know where weird. like sex trafficking is majorly popular. Uh, Go there. Yeah, dude, I I would be scared to get sex trafficked. <laughs> I heard like genuinely like I guess that's the reason why there's like uh apparently there's like a lot of uh Czech porn i guess and the reason for this i've like i heard this on like at one point i read like an article or read saw heard it on a podcast or some shit that apparently it's like a lot of porn is shot in the czech republic because sex trafficking is so major there and there's like a lack of legislation and stuff around it so there's like a lot of porn that comes out of there that is actually like sex trafficked and it's like it's fucked up dude yeah that's disgusting kyle so they say like a lot of this like check porn that we see like online that's what it is yeah yeah I'm going to be honest, you you really shouldn't watch porn at all, dude. It really is. A lot of it (laughs) does come down to just people being trafficked, dude. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Uh, Like, dude, a lot of these OnlyFans girls, too, now, they're getting, like, pimped out. Like, that's becoming, like, a major problem on OnlyFans is, like, them getting, like, a pimp, him managing the account, and then just taking all the money. Mm. It's like, and it's like, dude, that was only a matter of time before that started happening, too. Like, it's not good. Not a good thing to have is that why you stop subscribing to people on only fans yeah dude that's that's <laughs> why dude <laughs> you're like no i didn't stop subscribing come on <laughs> yeah I'm it's not, not gonna my get... business where the oh, money goes i'm not gonna <laughs> quit giving money to the dogs <laughs> all the bros out there uh somebody had a bit i heard recently about like uh they don't subscribe to any of the women on OnlyFans because they I think it was Ryan Davis he's like I realized that all the dudes or that like all these women are just fucking the same dudes in their videos he's like so I've started subscribing to the dudes because they give away the better content <laughs> like, that's hilarious they'll give away the full content and the women make you like do like pay-per-view and they're like but the dudes are like check it out they'll what? just post it they're like check yeah. it out boys like, i think it was ryan Davis. Ah, dude. Like, so i subscribed to a bunch of dudes on OnlyFans now and i was like that's fucking hilarious that's was very like, funny but yeah I, was like, I don't know if there's any truth to this but it's fucking funny like <laughs> no man jesus christ dude yeah that's fucked up yeah, it was Ryan Davis. Um, very funny. Um, and I paraphrased it a bit, but that was yeah, dude. Basically, basically the only ethical way to jack off now is to like a Sports Illustrated. So <laughs> okay. that's that's really it, dude. Like, <laughs> if you're if you're jacking off to anything besides that, you're just know you're causing damage out there. How about this, just don't jack off in general, everybody. All right, just stop yeah, jacking stop off. Stop nutting, dude. Start yeah. practicing semen retention. Find yourself someone you love. And... Yeah. Keep, <laughs> stop letting out all your testosterone, dude. You got to keep your seed. Yeah. Despite the fact that it causes, uh, what is it? Um, what's that thing in your ass? Prostate cancer. 
if you don't come enough, dude, you get prostate like, cancer. I was like, you'll get there. I don't know what thing is in your ass that you're talking about. You're like, you, that thing something ass, tells me dude? you know what the thing is in your ass, Kyle. Something tells me you know, dude. Pretending oh, over here. My ass might be different than what's in your gum. ass, dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm totally ignorant to what Jake's talking about right now. You're a married you know, man. It was like that thing in your ass. I was like, butt plug? No, you're a married man, quick. Kyle. I feel like you're way more in touch with your <laughs> prostate than I am, dude. I'm not a I'm not a butt guy. Uh, they're no. not like my butt, you know, I guess. Mm. I don't I don't like my butt played with. Fair enough, dude. Yeah. I get it. Get it. It's a precious, <laughs> it's a precious little hole, dude. I understand. As a man, that's a hole you don't want. You know, you want to keep it yeah, safe, dude. For sure. Yeah. Um, let's men should let's just start wearing Lionheart. we should men should start wearing chastity belts on their asses, dude. <laughs> just get All a right. full locked chain around your asshole, dude. You don't think that's tight? First of all, that's fashionable. You could just wear that around town. You don't even gotta wear pants now. You could just wear a chastity belt. You don't want to get yeah, that dude. trend going on. I the think you should. New get York it Fashion going, Week just happened. I just missed my opportunity. Yeah, you live in New York. You're on top of the trends, dude. I think you got it. I got a buddy who works in fashion here. I'll uh, I'll tell him what he thinks. Of, I'll ask him what he thinks about it. Spitball that idea too. He's a he's a gay me, man, right? so he'll probably hate the idea. <laughs> of Throw that idea at asshole, him. dude. Come back next week and report to me how that idea went. All he's right. A, he's a gay married man, so I don't think he'll like the idea of locking up assholes, dude. He'll probably fucking hate it. All right. Well, he'll understand where know. I'm coming report from back. from a fashion standpoint, but yeah, just from an ethical standpoint, he's not going to like it, dude. Cool. All right. Well, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen how long I could push that for before you got pissed. I was like, we'll Before keep moving. You're like, Jake, stop. Yeah, I was, I was letting you get your get it out, man. All right. I thought it was very funny. I think that's gonna oh. be a huge, huge viral clip for us, dude. <laughs> um. Anywho, Lionheart. Uh. <laughs> Sick band. Yeah. They got yeah, that Ice so, T featured. All right. Yeah. So that's what I was about to say. Is they got a feature from Ice T, which if you listen to the podcast weekly, you know last week we talked about Alpha Wolf having a song with Ice T and how bad that feature was on that song. It wasn't with that Alpha the feature Wolf. was bad. It just wasn't even really a feature. It was phoned in. It felt phoned in. It like was it was like, it was just hype. It was just yeah, like a it was hype like, up. This is Alpha Wolf, motherfuckers. You know what it is. Your boy Ice T. It was like yeah, that, it was just that basically. Yeah. And this is what a feature should sound like. And then the intro that they get for Ice T here is fucking gangster. I love it. It's pretty sick. I will also say uh sorry to interrupt again um but i love that they do like sort of trade off verses with the lead vocalist of like ice t and the vocalist of lionheart kind of trade off like uh they yeah they trade bars here. a little bit yeah. yeah and that's pretty sick
Dude, I love that line right there. That hungry dogs bike back trip. It's sick. Yeah. And then I'll uh I'll show you they do a little more trading off at the end, uh, which is sick as hell. And it starts with like a sick ass breakdown before they start trading off. Sick as fuck, dude. Yeah, that is fucking awesome, man. A heavy as fuck breakdown, like hardcore classic breakdown. They got him in two parts of the song. Yeah. He hits like a sick ass verse in the beginning there, or in the middle of the song. And then at the end, gives you a heavy breakdown with them just going back and forth, man. And that's, that's what a feature should be. That is what a feature should be, and it's cool as hell. Yeah, Alpha Wolf's got to be pissed, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Alpha Wolf's got to be like, what is this fucking bullshit you did for us, Ice-T? Where you just kind of did this Flavor Flav hype up. Literally, that's like what it was, yeah. Yeah. And this is what a feature from Ice-T should sound like, man, on a a hardcore song. That song is sick as hell, dude. I think also, to be fair... This is more in the vein of what Ice T is used to when it comes to like body count, you know, like with his yeah, band body I think, count. I think Alpha Wolf leans a little more metalcore than hardcore, and this is just like straight up hardcore. Yeah, these dudes also like are like Southern LA type dudes, you know, like they're from LA area, and so they have like that Southern California sort of swag to them and stuff. And like, is Ice T from LA? It. I thought he was an East Coast guy. He's a Compton dude. I'm pretty sure. Oh, is he? I thought he yeah, was. A, I thought he was a born in New York guy. No, I'm pretty sure he's from Compton, man. Um, if I'm right, or yeah, let's double check that. I don't want to be wrong here. Yeah, Los Angeles, California. Oh, okay. I knew he My was bad. a West Coast dude. My I bad. was like, he was Got born. He was born in New Jersey, but his origin is Los Angeles, California. Oh, okay. So he grew up, I believe, in California, but was one of those people. Well, he kind of has movie. like a little bit of an East Coast accent, which is yeah. Weird. He was born in Newark, um, but yeah, he. Uh, when did he move? Falling is fa- Um. His mother died of a heart attack when he was in third grade. Jesus. Solomon tomorrow as a single father for four years. Um. I don't know. Following his father's death, the orphaned Marrow. So damn, he his mom and dad died. Damn, dude. I Following his father's real, death, he real, moved. Another real rags to riches story. Then dude. he was sent with his other aunt and her husband in View Park, Windsor Hills, an upper middle class black neighborhood in South Los Angeles. Um, yeah. So while he was preparing to leave for college, Marrow shared a bedroom with him. 
Or while his cousin Earl was preparing for college, Merrill shared a bedroom with him. Earl was a fan of rock music and listened only to the local rock radio stations. Sharing a room with him sparked Merrill's interest in heavy metal music. So his cousin, who he lived with for a short period of time in Los Angeles, was the one who like got him into rock music. Okay. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. He uh Yeah, he he had then attended Crenshaw High School, which was made up almost entirely of black suits. Yeah, Crenshaw. Uh Merrill moved to the Crenshaw district of Los Angeles when he was in eighth grade. He Damn. attended Palmerston. So eighth grade, he was like in the Crenshaw area. So yeah. Um, and Crenshaw is known as a hard area to say the least. Oh uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I wasn't um, like, what's that? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I've heard, yeah, man. heard this, uh, this, the stories. Yeah, and Lionheart's from like I've South listened LA, to, I've listened to Snoop Dogg, Kyle, okay? Yeah. Like uh so Lionheart's album cover here, it's like a picture of like what looks like the back of like a gangster dude's head, like with fucking head tattoos and a huge back tattoo and stuff. And it's like it looks like a nineties rap album cover almost, you know? Um but yeah. And the album's literally called Welcome to the West Coast 3. So, Lionheart is uh, very much in that. Um, they have literally an album called Valley of Death, Welcome to the West Coast 2. You know, Welcome to the West Coast. Yeah, they uh, they definitely lean into the fact that they're from that area. And they look like some hard-ass dudes, man. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, interesting. The band's really solid. I think it's a weird lineup. Yeah, that I mean that's the that's the first song I've really heard by them. So I'm definitely gonna keep listening to more of their shit. That was sick. They're dope. Yeah. Speaking of uh, weird lineups and stuff, Incarceration released their lineup for 2024 at the big metal festival I went to last year, and this year it's looking more like a butt rock festival. Uh, than a metal oh festival. yeah, God, the new lineup, dude. Everybody in the group, which I've never even gone. I'm still in that fucking Facebook <laughs> He's group. He's in the group just because he thought it was funny to join. Yeah, it is funny. I mean, it, it's it's like a really cringy group, honestly. But it uh, is. I still everybody watch, shitting like, on the, the lineup the group too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it comes on my timeline when I'm scrolling through Facebook, and I'm like, what are these fucking idiots up to? Yeah, what are all these juggalos same. doing, dude? <laughs> So the lineup, the headliners on Friday are Breaking Benjamin, The Offspring, and Chevelle. Saturday is Godsmack, Hailstorm, and I Prevail. Uh, Sunday is Shine Down, Bad Omens, and Parkway Drive. It's a lot of dad rock and butt rock on there, dude, with a little bit of generic metalcore sprinkled in. Basically, yeah. I mean, they've got some decent artists on the lineup, but overall it sucks. I mean, they literally have Attack Attack on the lineup, which they're garbage now. I saw them not too long ago. Made that clear how bad that was. Like Moss to Flames, who was on the lineup last year, but dropped at the last second, so I didn't get to see them at the festival. Um, Kill Switch Engage. I like Kill Switch, some of their old shit. Yeah, um, Kill Switch is tight. I have no hate for them. Uh, As I Lay Dying, if somebody wants to go see a guy who tried to murder his wife. <laughs> 
<laughs> dude as i lay dying like something one of their suggested posts came up in my feed recently uh and like tim lambesis posted something like we're back and it's a picture of like him with like the woman he's with now it was like also in the band or something <laughs> like all the comments were like oh she better watch out like, <laughs> <laughs> man he's oh, never getting like, past that dude no dude like he never comments... getting past that all the comments were like just saying something about like that woman better try to not get murdered. Yeah. Or something. If anybody like, doesn't know what uh Tim Lambesis did, he he hired a hitman to uh have his wife killed, and then the hitman just turned out to be an undercover cop. And then Tim Lambesis went to prison, yep. got out, and now he's back to making music under the same band. But the whole band has left basically besides him. And yeah. so like it's an all new band. And yeah, him. I think they like stood by him initially and then were like, no. Yeah. Like a couple guys were back in and then now they're not. Yep. There's a. I'm going to try to join the band, dude. I'm going to try to play guitar for As I Lay Dying. <laughs> <laughs> There's some good bands on here for real, like the Acacia Strain, Chelsea Grin, who I saw last year there. Um, Fit for a King was pretty good last year, but they're generic metalcore. Uh, they got Dropkick Murphys on this lineup, which is a weird one for this lineup, I feel like. They also have Skillet, the fucking Christian rock band. Uh, hey, Skillet's good, dude. Yeah? They're fine. It's never yeah. a band that I liked, but I'm like, anytime I heard them, I'm like, this isn't bad. Yeah. Bless the Fall, Brand of Sacrifice is pretty good. Um, I See Stars, which you know I simp for them. Um, yeah, you really do. They suck. <laughs> they do not. They shut your, shit, shut your filthy mouth, Jake. <laughs> Even you were saying like you don't like their new stuff. A lot of it so far. Yeah, like, it's pretty generic metal. Yeah, bullshit. and that's what sucks is like that's pretty much all they play live at this point. Um, it's like they play like their shit from like the Treehouse album and stuff, and like, yeah, they don't they don't play the songs I want to hear anymore. Um, which sucks, but whatever. I don't know, but so there's a few good bands, but. A lot of the bad ones, like Mushroom Head, Attack Attack, Mushroom Heads again, yeah, Mushroom Head again, damn, Chimera, which people were all stoked about, but it's like who fucking cares about them? Chimera, um, yeah, they're actually pretty sick, dude. All right, well, Hollywood Undead, ugh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Filter, Why? Trust Company. I don't even know who that is, dude. Trust Company? You know Trust Company. They had like one Trust big Trust Company. That's bad company. No, they well, had who a, is it? Play it. They had a really big hit. And is this the one? Stronger. That's it. I don't know this. Don't know it. You don't know that song? Nope. Because I am stronger now. <laughs> no, I don't song. know it. Since you crawled away, you're so far away. That's Kyle, I head, didn't dude. know it, and I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's that um 
That was their big hit from 2005. To put it in perspective, all their top songs are from 2002 and 2005. So... Yeah, That's I never that listened band. to them. And they're one of the top build bands for some reason. They've um, got to be old as shit by now, dude. Mm-hmm. From Ashes to New I saw last year, they're mediocre as fuck. I don't know. There's Damn, a bunch Kyle. of, like, shit bands, dude. It's Hailstorm, ugh. Shinedown, yuck. Breaking Benjamin, gross. The Offspring, decent. Uh, Chevelle, I don't like bad. The Offspring, dude. The Offspring has think... always been a band that I found pretty annoying. I think the offspring has some hits. Pretty fly got, for a white guy. I feel like they'd be fun to see live once, but like yeah, as like a novelty. You know, yeah, but I you wouldn't like keep them separated. Yeah, I wouldn't go to a the offspring concert. I will say like, the the baseline and keep them separated. That that's a sick baseline, dude. Yeah. I will. I'll give them that. Also on Sunday, the band that. People love and people are stoked on, but I think is highly overrated is Bad Omens. Yeah, dude, just batty core, like you said. They're incredibly I will say, overrated. I saw a, I will say this though. I saw a live video of that guy recently, and his live vocals are fucking incredible. I'll give him that, dude. I don't like their music, yeah. but he sounds exactly like he does on the record. And that's yeah, more I mean, than you can say for like 99% of vocalists in that genre. Yeah, so. I hear Parkway Drive puts on a hell of a performance. I saw them a long time ago, like at Clutch Cargo's back in the day. Oh, yeah. Um, and so it's been so fucking long since I saw them. Uh, I don't even like really remember. I was never how a good big, or not the concert was. I was never a big Parkway Drive guy, to be honest with you, dude. I wasn't a big Parkway Drive guy either. I had uh, an uncle at the time who uh, was working at Clutch Cargo. And like he got me into some shows for free there a couple times. Um, and that was just one of them. And so like if I ever saw a band there that I knew or wanted to go see, I could just kind of hit him up and be like, hey, any chance you could get me in here for free? And he would. Um, and Parkway Drive was one of the bands that I saw for free. And I remember like liking the show and it being a good show. And I got a T-shirt from them and shit. But I don't I don't remember it vividly at this point, but I hear from all the videos I've seen and everything of their live performances, it looks like they put on a hell of a performance. Um, so I don't really want to see them though. Cause I'm not like a huge fan of their music. I don't have anything against it. I just don't follow it either, but I think bad omens is incredibly overrated musically, at least right now. I, it comes off very much like generic metal core to me for the most part. I mean, and- I agree. It's just like I will. He's his vocals are perfect, though. I'll say that. Yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like it's radio metalcore. Yeah. Um, which if that's your thing, cool, whatever, more power to you. That's what you're into, yeah, sure. Which I think for most people who are gonna go to this, that's gonna be their thing. That is like looking what at the lineup. Into, yeah, they're not like you know. It sucks because last year they went for a much heavier lineup, which is why did. I went to it. You know, it was like. It was a pretty heavy lineup, and uh, yeah, it was all like heavy or new metal for the most part. And I was like, "That's my fucking speed." And this shit, I'm just like, "Damn, dude, this is bad." Um, I wasn't really gonna go this year, anyways, regardless. Just not in the cards for me, I think, like to go to it again. But I was curious. I was hoping they still had a good lineup, even though I didn't plan on going. You know, like you still want to see a cool lineup, but 
it this is trash um and it's reflected in all of the comments on their social media too like if you go to their instagram on the post where they posted the lineup the comments are just people being like this is a garbage lineup and then like from the official incarceration account they're just replying and being like oh well you don't have to go and it's like yeah they know like yeah they're not they're going saying, to why they're saying it's trash. That's never like, good when like a professional business account is replying to hate it's like dude you got to cut that out and then, like, somebody put a comment being, like, I'm glad I didn't, uh, pre like, put any money down for a ticket in advance. And then somebody, and then, like, the incarceration account's like, oh, what, you couldn't afford a dollar? And it's like, it's not about a dollar down. It's about the whole ticket price and it being a trash lineup. Don't act like it's about the yeah, $1 Yeah, just because you down, only have to put a like, dollar down doesn't mean you don't have to pay for the full ticket later on. Like, what does that yeah. mean? Their literal response is like, oh, you can't afford a dollar. And it's like, are you trying to, like, shame people for money right now? Like, you're acting like that's what it's about? Like, I personally hope they have, like, a Blue Rock Ridge level failure this year. That'd be nice. I don't think they will. They have the infrastructure behind them to not have that. It's Danny Wimmer Presents. They understand yeah. this shit. Danny Wimmer Presents I'm all just they saying, do. I know it won't happen, but it'd be great. Yeah, they are literal. The people running this, all they do is run music festivals. That's their yeah. whole entire thing. Like, I know. it's that's it. So, um, and they run them all over the place. So, I don't know. Danny, it's bad. You did it a looks bad, bad job. You did a bad job, Danny. Booking. This I will thing. say. Also, I think maybe part of it is. Uh, I know for a fact that their uh their lead booker she left this year um and got a job at live nation i follow their like main booker on uh on instagram because like i find her just kind of interesting honestly like she's talking about she talks about the industry and stuff we'll sometimes do interviews like talk about things that are within the booking industry you know and i find that side of the business interesting um especially on a major level like that and so uh she posted I want to say maybe four to six months ago, maybe about like she was leaving and like went to live nation. Like she got essentially a new job working for live nation instead of Danny Wimmer presents. Yeah. And it's like, so they lost their main booker, like the person who books all their shit. Um, probably in the midst of them trying to book this festival uh, that probably didn't make it any easier. And then also getting a new booker, they're going to end up going for different stuff, you know, like it may be. Yeah, they're gonna I look mean, at things from a different perspective, and for sure. gonna, they might book a little differently than the other person would have. Yeah, what either way, do? either way, I, I'm 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 glad I have an excuse to not go. Because <laughs> yeah. I was worried you're gonna be like Jake, you got to come this year, dude. I'm like, fine. Nah. nah, dude, I don't want to go to that shit. No, thank you, dude. Um. On the topic of festivals, Guy Fieri's having a music and uh, food festival, dude, down in Columbus, Ohio, on June first and second. I think I might, I might have to go to that. I think you should. That seems right up your alley, dude. It is. I fucking love Guy Fieri. Yeah, that's what I mean. Wonder how much it passes one of these tickets. When is it? Uh, it is June first and second. Nice. They've announced a few bands. Um. The only artist they've announced so far is Greta Van Fleet, Kane Brown, Brett Michaels, Low Cash, and Nico Moon. So it's Brett Michaels. 
Yeah, dude. Brett Michaels, he's good friends with Guy Fieri. From Poison? From Poison. Wow. Which also should be a great way for me to make a convincing argument to get my wife to want to go, because she loves Brett Michaels. She thinks Brett Michaels is hot. I, he <laughs> yeah. is. He's a good-looking dude. <laughs> All right. Well, you're taking my wife's I would be, dude, I'd be nervous to have Brett Michaels around my wife, dude. Yeah. Well, um, we'll see, dude. I mean... So I wouldn't I wouldn't mind going to this, even though it's not necessarily the music that I like. I know Ashley would love this music. I mean, I like Brett Michaels. I like I've seen Brett Michaels play live, I think, probably twice at this point, both at like probably state fair type environments, if I'm right. Um, and then solo or with poison solo. I saw him once at like a fairgrounds. And then once I saw him, I want to say a DTE, what is now Pine Knob again. Um but I saw him once there, and I think he was opening for somebody or gotcha. something. Um, I know who Nico Moon is. I've actually met Nico Moon. Uh, weirdly, um, he did. A, he's like a small level country artist, uh, mid to small, decent size now. But like he, uh, he was opening for somebody at the Fox Theater and Music Town is inside of hockey town which is above the detroit house of comedy and in music town they will do interviews with artists sometimes like musicians who are in town and they had this dude nico moon come over and do an interview in music town before his show at uh fox theater and as the dude was like heading on his way out he stopped and like talked for a second nice dude only met him briefly seemed like a cool guy um but cool dude yeah uh Met him briefly, and I wouldn't mind going to this Greta Van Fleet. I wouldn't mind seeing them. I'm not a fan of them, but I wouldn't mind seeing it. Dude, they're um, not good. <laughs> they're so not good, dude. Yeah. Have you ever seen a video of them live? No. It's pretty funny, honestly. It's like kind of comical, dude. Dude, these tickets are kind of pricey. You though, should pull up a uh, pull up a Greta Van Fleet SNL performance. Uh oh, I saw it. Pretty hilarious. It. I saw that. Yeah. So, two day GA ticket for this is one hundred and fifty five dollars plus twenty eight dollars in fees. Jesus, it's a little pricey. Yeah, but... like a four hundred dollar thing plus the tr- gas, food, and hotel. Yeah, I don't know, man. You just know the food at that it. festival is going to be fucking expensive too. Yeah. It's going definitely going to be. So, yeah. And, like, I'd be wanting to eat a lot of food, dude. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. Might be worth it. Um, Two-day GA+, plus the same Rockin' Parks of general admission, plus comforts and ease with access to an exclusive FFF lounge, Flavored Fest, Flavortown Fest lounge. Kyle, look this up on your own time. Why are Sorry, you going dude. through the whole festival? I mean, like, am I going to get tickets for this right now? <laughs> I'm not getting it right now. Let's for see sure. what the perks are for each. I gotta. I have to talk set. with my wife first before I do anything hasty. But... Well, yeah, I know that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. But um, they wrote an article over on MetalInjection.com of uh ten rock and metal bands that should be booked at Guy Fieri's Flavor Town Fest. You want to hear who uh, Metal Injection thinks should be booked there? Sure. Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> Apparently, Corpse Grinder loves barbecue, Um, I guess. They're lead vocalist. Uh, Metallica, like, that's going to fucking happen. Um, That'd be sick. 
the native howl, which that'd be dope. That one, yeah, I could that's realistic, actually. Yeah, they're like within the price range, and also they would probably fit the vibe, kind of. They you would know? destroy. They would fucking absolutely clean up yeah. there. Sacred Reich. I don't know. I, I don't know who that is. Uh, yeah, neither do I. Um, Limp Biscuit. I'm all on board for that one. I think they should definitely get that one there. Seems uh, very. If they fun. get that one there. I'm definitely buying tickets. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Motley Crue. That would fit in there. I think it's uh, too out of reach, but I think it would too kind of scummy. Fit. Yeah. Guy Fieri is like a good dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Molly Crew um, are bad guys. David Vincent. I guess this is the country side project of uh, one of the guys from Morbid Angel. You know the band no. Morbid Angel? No, not really. Very well known metal band. Um, and then some band called Gutsaw. Brutal's add it to the damn bill. In 2023, Brutal Slam Metal Band Gutsaw wrote The Flavor of Flesh, likely after taking just one orgasmic bite of Fieri's Crazy Cuban Sandwich, throw Gutsaw on at noon as a midday Who appetizer. Who the fuck writes this shit, dude? <laughs> Max what Cavalera? loser it gets paid to write this, dude? Somebody this said, Ma- they said Max Cavalera. Do you know who Max Cavalera is? I have no idea, but he's from Soulfly. He also has his own band called Cavalera Conspiracy. Um, but apparently, uh, we just want to hear some killer thrash while chowing down on Max's Brazilian barbecue. The dude makes Brazilian barbecue, I guess. How I you can know. stop reading dude, this guy's bad one, article, dude? I don't know, dude. This last one's pretty great. Uh, this is the kind of a callback. Um, Crazy Town. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it all back around, dude. Oh yeah, full crazy circle town, on the crazy dude. town. Yeah. Oh man. What what's for his sure. reasoning for a crazy town to be there? Please, Lord, I need a spiky-haired, shifty shell shock singing butterfly on stage with Guy Fieri. I've never prayed for anything in my life, not even in my darkest moments. So please, just give me this one. Thank you in advance and see you at Flavor Town. And that's the end of the article. That's their whole reasoning. Um, yeah, who writes this shit, dude? I don't fucking know, dude. The only one that really makes sense to me in all of this is the native Howell. Yeah. The rest of them seem pretty out there. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. I don't with think... loose connections. Yeah, I don't think any other band is going to fit in on that bill besides native Howell. Yeah, native Howell would be fucking awesome, but they even might be a little heavy. So <sighs> I think they'd be fine. I think they'd do fine, but you know dude, they they throw knows? white people into a frenzy, dude. Yeah. Something about that band playing live just throws white people into a frenzy. I've seen it. Yeah. Have you ever seen them live? Yeah, I saw them at incarceration this past year. Oh yeah. They were a yeah, last you know second fill in. You know what I'm talking about then? Yeah, they're great live. Remember yeah, we sick. talked about it. We fucking posted a clip talking about Native Powell. Go to the Instagram if you want to see that clip. Yeah, check out clips, guys. Um, on that note, we should just wrap it up there, man. Why not? Are we at an hour? I think we're about there, dude. Yeah. So we might as well wrap it up on that. Check out the clips on Instagram if you want, at unless you live hardcore. You can follow me at I am Kyle Forsyth. Jake. Uh, you can follow me at comic Jake Ford. You can follow the new business I'm starting, uh, Anal Chastity Belts, on Instagram. We're going to get those buttholes protected, boys. 
Okay. <laughs> you can follow me around the uh the fairgrounds of uh Flavortown Fest in June. Uh, so yeah, you can find Kyle me in Columbus, Ohio with little little bits of barbecue in his beard. June first and second. <laughs> I don't know. Uh it may be if I get lucky, who knows? One could dream, right? Be sick if you got to meet Guy Fieri. Dude, wouldn't it? I mean, I feel like you could die happy then. Dude, yeah. I if I meet Guy Fieri, oh man, that'd be sick, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to take off your <laughs> anal chastity belt, dude. I might do one of the be like, hey man, just fucking sign my skin. I'm gonna get it tattooed. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> no, don't be one of those guys. No, oh, that's man. creepy, dude. Uh, I always do think that's weird. I do kind of want a Guy Fieri tattoo, though, man. I'll be of real. What with his you. face? I don't know, man. I haven't decided. It's almost worse than just getting his signature <laughs> tattooed. You're getting a whole another man's face tattooed on your body. I don't know. It's fucking maybe wild. just something you know, dedicated to diners, drive-ins, get... and dives. Just the words diners, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the red car he drives all the time in there. We'll figure it out. Maybe the logo, that Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives logo. Don't get a logo. You should never get a logo of a TV show or a brand on you, dude. Just don't do that. Why, dude? It's a great TV it's show. Getting, it's getting branded. Okay, I'm going to get a Gordon Ramsay Kitchen Nightmares logo tattooed on me, dude. <laughs> do it, dude. That's the, sick. The box we'll go together. The knife. <laughs> no. <laughs> like he's getting the Kitchen it's Nightmares. I'm getting the stupid. Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. <laughs> fucking dumb, dude. I'm not going to we'll do, do that. We'll do it for the pod content, dude. <laughs> Yeah, that's really good content, guys. <laughs> oh, man. All, All right. right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. That's going to be the pod. It. Yeah. Come back Follow next us. week. Follow us. Like and subscribe. Give us a rating on the pod. Do all that. Yes. Bye. Bye.